happy Friday, everybody. Welcome to Tailgate Talk. My name is Mike. I am your host, my partner, Karen Tommy from the MSR. What's going on, bud? Happy Happy what New Year. Yeah, man. Happy New Year's to everybody, everybody in the chat that's 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 here already. Um, if anyone's here or anyone that is going to be watching this tomorrow on New Year's, we appreciate you hanging out with uh, me and Mikey on this New Year's Eve. Absolutely, bud. So um, tonight's show is going to be kind of fun. You know, we'll probably keep it to about an hour since it is New Year's. Scott Blakely in the house. What's going on, Scott? How you what doing, up, bud? Scotty. Happy New Year's. Um, we'll go quickly through the recap um, of last week. And then we'll uh, quickly preview the uh, Falcons game this week. Um, look at kind of where we're at. Look at the injuries, all that fun stuff. Um, but your show last night, I know you were talking a little bit about this. And I heard this on Cover One's uh, postgame show where Aaron Quinn came out and said he felt Josh Allen was better than Jim Kelly already. Um, I will tell you, I don't believe Josh Allen is better than him already. I believe he has more tools than Jim had and uh, could be better than him. Ultimately, not yet. Your thoughts? No. Yeah, yeah. No, 100%. I talked about this last night. Scott actually was on the channel last night. Appreciate you being here again, Scott, on on hashtag tonight. Tailgate talk about. Yeah, talked about it last night uh, because somebody hit me up on Twitter. Basically was saying Josh Allen is a B plus, which is a B quarterback, which is, first of all, no, he's not. He's a top five quarterback right now. Top five quarterbacks in my book, there's no B quarterbacks in the top five. He's an A quarterback right now. He is a top five. Um, But he was saying Josh Allen, uh, I'm sorry, that he was saying Jim Kelly is a far better quarterback than Josh Allen uh, is or will ever be. And my whole deal deal is this is, and you hit the nail on the, uh, on the head. Listen, Josh Allen to, is gifted more than than Jim Kelly as far as arm strength, athletic ability, running. He he does. Even Jim Kelly came out and said J- Josh Allen is far better an athlete. athlete. He's a he's, he's a, a more athlete. athlete. Yeah, he's an, he's a better athlete than I ever was. And it's the truth. That's one. Two. Listen, guys. Jim Kelly played for the Miami Hurricanes, a, a very good college. That's one. Two. He didn't go to the NFL right away. I keep telling people this. He decided not to go to Buffalo. He went to USFL. He went through two seasons. So he had already uh, experience going into the NFL on top of that. Then he went to the NFL, Buffalo Bills, and they already had a team that they were already building in place with a bunch of pretty much Hall of Fame players next to him on both sides of the field. Think about it. A great receiving cast, a Hall of Fame running back in Thurman Thomas with a stud backup running back in Kenneth Davis. He had uh, James Lofton as a, as a second receiver, Andre Reed, Dom Beebe. I mean, that's a hell of a lineup, right? And then you got the defense, Bruce Smith. Mm-hmm. Mind you, great offensive line. So you can't compare the two right now as far as what he's done. Of Listen, Jim Kelly had a great team around him. He'll admit that. Josh Allen right now, they're building that, that same mm-hmm. kind of environment for Josh Allen, that same type of team, right? And it, it's listen, guys, not overnight. Doesn't just there's not Thurman Thomas is just hanging around like that doesn't work that way. Like Brandon Bean's done a great job up until this point, and he will continue to build around Josh Allen. But athletic wise, yes, I think Josh mm-hmm. Allen is a better quarterback than Jim Kelly. But is he there mentally yet? Of course not. No. Does he have the smart number? Hundred percent? No, not yet. Yeah. He will remember, he, in time. Yeah. Don't forget. 
uh, Jim Kelly also had Frank Reich. Yes, a great backup court. That's what I'm saying. Bro, he had bro. You know. One more thing. One more thing. He had Marv Levy, a great freaking head coach, a Hall mm-hmm. of Fame head coach. There's a lot to this. That's that's why yeah. I keep kind of telling people. I hate when people yeah. try to compare an athlete to another athlete, like a previous athlete. Oh, he'll never yeah. be that guy. D- different eras. The game was that. played yeah. different. Um, you, you can't ultimately, you know, and, and thank you, Scott. We appreciate the, the super chat. Um, yes, Kelly yep. is a legend. I believe Alan will come Hall of fame too. Um, yeah. you know, it, you, you can't, you can't compare the two. You just can't. Um, nope. ultimately right now, Jim Kelly's career in total outweighs what Josh has done. Josh is in year four. He still has a long way to go. So we'll, we'll, we'll put that to bed. But I, I know me and you were talking about this um, yeah. offline. So I wanted to make sure we brought it up in here. Yep. Um, yep. Yep. Spin, how you doing? Happy New Year, bud. Um, comes in and says, yeah, he went to the USFL. Um, Houston Gamblers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, yes. Fluffy Potato, how you doing? Um, oh, yeah. This is another one. Daniel's already says, don't forget, he had Bill Polian. I'm telling you, guys. Listen, that Bill team Polian, was stacked. But, you know, Bill Polian <laughs> was an Italian evaluation stud. Think about the guys that Bill Polian's done over the years, not including the Buffalo guys. But then he went to Indianapolis and built that Indianapolis team with Peyton Manning and Edron right. James and Marvin That's Harrison right. and Reggie Wayne, and you know all those guys. You know, Bill Polian is a stud. <laughs> you know. But you know, <laughs> we we won't we won't get too far down that that road. So let's let's quickly uh, jump into the um, to the recap from last week. Uh, we'll start with the predictions. You added twenty six seventeen. I added twenty four seventeen. You came you came closer. I'm not sure either one of us saw yeah, thirty baby. burger. And it could have been a forty <laughs> burger. Should have been a forty burger. But yeah. you know, it is what it is. Um, our X factors. You had Singletary and Oliver. I had Knox and Addison. Overall, I think your two outperformed my two. Knox got the touchdown, but Singletary uh, got a touchdown. Singletary yeah. was huge. He, Singletary you know, was huge. He, you know, he he didn't have a ton of yards, but no. he 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 set the uh, you know the 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 day when he caught that little one, and then he uh, yeah. drug <laughs> Duggar and ran over um, Hightower. Yeah, he, he set the tone for the for the day. Um, yeah. You know, I, th- I, th- I thought that it went really well. Um, I didn't see much of Addison. Oliver got the sack, which was good. Oliver was mm-hmm. create, creating havoc inside there. We didn't get yeah. to him and get, you put him on the ground, but we made him get rid of the ball early where he couldn't, much like we did with Tua, we, you know, he, he couldn't, couldn't, if it was his first read wasn't there, he was throwing it away because he didn't have time to go to his second and third. Right, right. No, uh, speaking of Singletary, go back on him. I think. McDermott is finally understanding here that that whole two system back that he wanted isn't going to work right now. And and the best thing to do is give Singletary the more, more touches than the other running backs, a little bit more playing time. He deserves mm-hmm. it. He knows the system very well. He's a tough running back. I, t- how many times have we talked about this, Mikey, where I said, yeah, guys, he's just like Moss. He you don't compare the two. Cause Mosk might be able to run over a guy, but Singletary can do the same. Singletary is not a guy who gets tackled and it falls backwards. He falls forward. Everybody knows that. If you watch Singletary, he's a tough little dude. He also, I think he blocks very well for Josh Allen. 
for a five seven dude. He can listen, guys. That, that's that's impressive for just him being that small in stature mm-hmm. for him to block linebackers coming in, and he does a very good job. And he's gotten better this year at catching the ball, a lot better. Um, and I think Josh saw that opportunity a lot this game on the little dink and dunks, and and Singletary was picking up from a three yard pass into a six yard pass, seven yard pass. That's how we need to move. And the numbers aren't really awesome because the O-line is still not good. I thought they played their best football I mean, last week, but pass blocking. The run blocking mm-hmm. is still in, in the middle, in the trenches. It's not there. In between the tackles, you got to get Singletary on the outside. That's where he's going to do the majority of his damage. That's where he can has the more space to make a, 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 a defensive player miss. And that's what you saw on the one run. Uh, the pass where he had a little space, and that's where he can get trucking a little bit and drag somebody for six, seven, eight yards. You know, Scott, I, I agree. He actually might – I mean, Tommy, we're looking at it. He might be a 1,000-yard all-purpose this year, even yes. with his lack of touches. Um, I do love what they're doing with him. Um, you know, when, when you look down and you see what he did, you're like, man, his value. And someone set it up here earlier. You know, his stats didn't show you the, his true value because uh, I think Colin Coward said it. He's like, he's like, he's like, when you look at the run game, you don't think anything, you know, and then you watch, you watch their run game. You're like, oh man, Singletary's doing good. And then you go back and look at the stats and you go, he had 40 yards rushing on, on 10 carries and he had 40 yards receiving on, you know, five catches. You know, so we had 15 carries and 80 yards and maybe right. a touchdown. And that's solid, but it doesn't look pretty. But yeah. his value is so much more than what his numbers are. You know, yeah. when we look at Dawson Knox last game, Dawson Knox had like, I think, what, two catches, three catches tops. And But his value from his blocking, he was blocking Judon one-on-one and doing a great job at it. You know? Very good job. Um, yeah. That's, you know, yeah. It's it's about the, it's about the value. It's like I'm not a Kumaro fan, but he blocks very well, and that's yeah, why did. we use him at receiver. He actually you know? he actually did a very good play, Kumaro in that game with Josh. It was a good design play where Josh was rolling out, which I keep telling you, right? I keep saying get Josh out of the pocket. It's where he creates the most chaos. So Josh was rolling to his right, and Kumaro was being guarded. I forget who was guarding him, and the linebacker or corner was looking at Josh the whole time. And then he, he mm-hmm. stopped and Kumaro stopped, went back the opposite way. And Allen threw over his back shoulder, which you're not supposed yeah. to do, but with Allen's arm strength, you do it. So it was a really good to see that Allen and Kumaro are on the same page. Cause that won't play. Don't work. If Kumaro is not on the same, same page with Allen, right? Yeah. Kumaro keeps yeah. running there. Then Allen's stuck. Allen's going to have to run and who knows what happens, but no, I thought Kumaro, you know, he'll never be a top receiver, but I thought, he played very, that was probably his best game as a Buffalo Bill, to be honest with you, with blocking and and, and a couple uh, good yeah. uh, pass catches. So yeah, yeah, I, I like what um, I saw. I, we we I, also ran that same play with Sanders, where Sanders where he threw back to Sanders late in the game. So yes. it's, it's, some, it's something that is in our bag. That's when Josh breaks down, and I'll, I'll tell you. And uh, before I get to that, uh, Spin comes in and says uh, Singletary currently has eight hundred seventy six all purpose yards. There you go. There you so go. Thank you, Spin, for the for the update. So yeah, I mean, he he's he could very well hit a thousand yards all purpose this year. Yeah, yeah, no um, doubt. And by the way, we well, you know a funny stat, and this is probably because more about Josh Allen, but we are fourth in the league in average per run. 
at 4.6. Yeah. For as uh, bad as their offensive line is, it's <laughs> pretty yeah. crazy, right? If you think about it. Yeah, well, the, the, a lot of that, the 4.6, that, that's it's, us as a whole, right? That's Josh, too. That's every, that's the running. Just It just says yeah. running. It, it, that's a stat. Yeah. That like we, But, yeah, yeah, of course. I only gotta, but it doesn't matter. It's still pretty impressive yeah. for as bad as our offensive line is. Yeah. Um, Singletary is phone booth fast. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> you, you, yeah, right. he is. That's it. Yeah. You know? And he's tough. Uh, says, he, he, uh, not to deserve that TD to seal the game. Um. Yeah, I mean, he caught one earlier that got called back too. Yeah, know? for the uh, what was it the 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 um, motion illegal man somebody, downfield illegal, illegal man, man yeah down. who was it Daryl Williams I think Daryl Williams Daryl Williams uh, had a bad game I'll tell you I went and watched uh, Cover One's uh, breakdown and they were just doing all Josh Allen every time Allen got pressured it was because Daryl Williams missed the block you know well listen you're gonna grounded well. Uh, Bates did fantastic. Yeah, you know, Deion Dawkins was an animal, but man, uh, Brown was, you know, uh, Williams was a problem. Williams. Go back and watch, yeah, that but game. that's Williams but normally he, yeah, but but not always though, Mikey, right? Like, normally he's Most, pretty solid. No, no, not normally. He's been a, he's been right a guard, problem. he's been okay. Yeah, I, I, no, no more watch. than anyone, no more than anyone else. No, 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 no. But with, with it really showed this game because the rest of them did so well at locking That's up their, true. their yeah, assignments. Yeah. It, it pointed out how bad Williams was playing. Though, well, I mean, granted, we, you're we, talking about you're talking about five snaps out of seventy plays. So right, he did well right. on sixty five of seventy. So I mean, where where do you want to? And Josh still <laughs> was okay. So I mean, well, Josh, that was the best. That was the best performance. I've seen all season pass blocking for Josh Allen. The run blocking to me was the same. It was still miserable, to be honest with you. But the pass blocking, Josh Allen at times was sitting back there. And I, I had deja vu from last season where he was just like, okay, reading his reads without having to stress against a very good defense. Like everybody did their job. And when pressure finally did come, Allen, of course, he knew how to get out of there. And, and then the receivers did their job. Like, everybody was on the same page. It was really beautiful to see as far as blocking goes. Uh, I did From the running um, backs and yeah. offensive line to receivers. Spen comes in and says, Williams was going against Barmore all game. When Barmore went against Bates, he got burned. I didn't see any of Bates versus Barmore. Yeah, Because I, Barmore I, was lined I, I, up over the right guard, and Bates was on the left side most of the day. So I didn't right. see very much of that. I, I missed that one. If Spence saw it, I didn't see it. Yeah, I, I, I honestly, I haven't watched what the film. Um, I'll tell you, Spin, because you said you come back in here and you say, you know, Bates couldn't handle Barmore when he's lined up against him. The, there was a very few plays because Bates only gave up one pressure all game. Bates did phenomenal, man. Uh, you know, I talked about this yesterday, and I, I don't know if we're going to get into it tonight. If if that's something I, we're going to get into Bates, but. Uh, moving oh, yeah. forward, we, yeah. we can absolutely talk about the offense. Yeah, line. move, move, um, moving forward. I mean, I don't know what they're gonna do. You know, we we don't know yet until game day. But I am comfortable with the line that was out there, even with Mongo returning. And a lot of people last night were saying, "Well, you know, it's be." Uh oh, that was right. it's because. Yeah, it was weird. Hey, we're back. It was that was just like uh, trickery stuff. <laughs> yeah, but they were saying because um. 
they had Bates stashed in case Morse got hurt because he's the he's our backup center. But mm-hmm. guys, stop! Like, really, if that's the true reason why McDermott did that, that has to be the stupidest thing I've ever heard. When we're struggling on offensive line, and you got a guy that could do every position. I'm, I listen. I like Bucker, good guy. I'm, I've, I'm, I feel bad for him, but come on, man. Bates was a better option there. Worry about that later if our center Morse gets hurt. Fine, but right now, moving forward, I would have Feliciano as the backup role on the center. He could do that just as well. He, you know, as Bates. To be honest with you, I, I don't mind mm-hmm. him at center. So I would stick Bates where he's at right now. I like the chemistry. I think the team likes them. I think Josh like trust them as well. Keep it just how it is right now, how we played it uh, against the Patriots, and I think we'll be okay. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, I actually would prefer to see this um, this lineup. I want to see Dawkins, Bates, uh, Morris, uh, Williams, and then Brown. And have right. Mongo as as the as the backup, especially yep. because we need to get Mongo up speed. Just because he came off, he he, you know, you think about when Deion Dawkins he said earlier when he had COVID really bad and he was in the hospital, he needed time to get back up to speed. You know, mm-hmm. Feliciano probably will give him the Deion Dawkins treatment, activate him, and put him as in case of an emergency. Yeah, you know, that's it. Yeah, that's it. You know, it's, we don't it's, need it's to rush okay. him back. And if no. Bates doesn't do good this next game and say he struggles, you could right. always have him to stick in there. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, swap him. But let's see what he's got right there. Exactly. See what go got. with the hot. And isn't McDermott always preaching we go with the hot hand? Go with the yeah. hot hand. You, you got to go with the, the, you know, what works. Okay. Well, what works is what I saw last week. <laughs> so let's <laughs> keep with that, okay? Yeah. So um, uh, going through that, so we talked a little bit about the O-line. Um the offense, Josh Allen was just on fire. He took over that game. Um, I I don't know if I don't know if you watched any of the cover one film breakdown, but nah. he was beating like the seriously, the Patriots were in perfect uh defenses against Josh, and Josh just beat them. Like they called yeah, yeah. the right defenses. They they were, you know, it was just him being yeah. better than them. Well, that's you I, know, I I I Colin Cowherd talked about that actually. That's a, a video mm-hmm. clip I I actually put out on Twitter. It got like mad views, but uh, Cowherd was basically like, look, there's three plays here. And he was talking about the fourth, da- the fourth quarter drive. And he's like, they have them right here. Dead to rights. There's three guys, fourth and one. They have them. No, right. Belichick must be happy as hell right now. And they can't get them. Then he talks about the, the foot play to digs. He's like, mm-hmm. they have them. That's a perfect defense. And Josh Allen still beat him. Then he's talking about the goal line play where he, same thing. He's like, you couldn't play that better. But Josh Allen is one of a kind. Like, that's that's what the special thing about Josh Allen is. And yeah. he compared the Buffalo but like Bills but to, he, to Shawshank Redemption. Like, yeah. He's one, one of those shows where if, if you come in and it's halfway over, you just sit down and you have to watch it. He's, <laughs> he's, he's must-see must TV. All right. You know, is what, is what uh, Colin says. But when you go back and you look and you look at all of them, you know, oh yeah, they called the right defenses most most of the time. Josh yep. made a play. They called, you know, like the way they were rushing, they were lining up six and only sending three to four because they were trying to collapse the pocket and then they had a spy on Josh. You yeah. know, what what where they made the mistake is uh playing McKenzie man to man. 
because mm-hmm. he's just so much faster than Bryant was. I don't think they. I don't think. I don't think when it comes to McKenzie, I don't mm-hmm. think. And it, it comes back to my point about like quarterbacks, certain quarterbacks that you don't see often or you don't see on the field often. I think Belichick really just underestimated him and his speed and his capability of catching. And I don't think he just game plan for him. It, it's kind of like when a back, I told you when, it, when you see a quarterback that you never seen before mm-hmm. and you, and the defense is kind of like, Oh, what do we, you know, we don't know really what this guy does. And the guy looks great, but I think McKenzie's a hell of a player. He's, he's shown that last season. It's just, you haven't seen a lot this season. I think Bill, Bill Belichick just didn't, just didn't uh, game plan for him. I don't think he thought yeah. that McKenzie would have any role in this game. And that's on Belichick. Well, they had it's no not only that, but they ran they ran a lot of zone to start, yeah. you know, and they dropped everyone deep, thinking Josh won't be patient. And Josh was. Yeah. He hit the checkdowns. He hit McKenzie. He hit uh, Knox. He hit um, uh, Singletary over and over and over. So then, yeah, and they had to come up and they when they start running man. That's when you've seen Diggs and McKenzie just starting to eat. Right. Well, that's awesome. well, that's why awesome. I told. The, the the other reason too, and just like goes back to the Tampa game, was we started getting the ru- Singletary involved more, started getting the mm-hmm. motions, started getting uh, McKenzie involved more. Like little things like that will have to make the defense backpedal, be a little bit more honest. They don't know for running that. That's why the offensive line looked way better because the defense wasn't just game planning for Josh Allen. They didn't know what we were going to do, and that that was great. Mm-hmm. And Josh Allen too, by the way taking what was given is 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 huge because it was probably the first game I ever not ever saw but first game I saw from him that was really like hey I'm just going to take what's there he didn't he also threw the like, ball away he threw and, the ball yeah, away when smart. he had to didn't yes. take any sacks it was yeah. you know it was the most complete, smart it was the complete. most complete game I've seen from Josh yes yeah I, I have to agree as far as that that goes yeah against a very good defense that's why i'm not bringing up other games that he had mm-hmm. that were really good against subpar defenses that new england team uh and i'm not going to shit on them like because we won they're a good mm-hmm. they're a solid that is a yeah. solid defense that they're is a, a solid team. running there they are they well mate we'll see <laughs> dolphins might have something to say about it but uh um, we'll find uh, out i think if they beat jacksonville they're pretty much in Regardless, I think if they beat Jacksonville, they're is in. It? Regardless of what happens week seventeen, I don't know. Yeah. I gotta look. I gotta look at the. I, I, I gotta look at the yeah, end. if you if you go to ESPN and use their playoff thing, if they if they beat okay. Jacksonville this week, regardless of what happens, it just falls within seeding. Where do they see? Do they see in the sixth seed, five, six, okay. or seven seed? But wouldn't the Dolphins beat, jump ahead of them though if they beat them because they would have? Um, if they, if, yeah, if they yeah. So um, the Dolphins have to win the next two games to get in. Right. The uh, the Patriots only have to win one of the two. Oh, uh, gotcha. Oh, they're gonna then. Yeah, um, I, I want I want to go to uh, Spence said here. Spence said I think the Pats had no choice but to keep Brian one on one because they couldn't um, they couldn't adjust to McKenzie because they couldn't stop Diggs, and that was that was a key because you know what do you take J C Jackson off of Diggs and put him on McKenzie? Diggs Diggs was burning J C Jackson. Thinks what he would have done to to McKenzie or to um, right. Brian. So you couldn't adjust because they, they were trying to shut down Diggs. Right. You know? Well, My this was our McKenzie was the run yeah. after the catch. Oh, was that, that was, was big yeah. this week. Run after catch. Run after catch. And he was available when Josh really needed him on big plays. He yeah. made some big 
uh, catches, man. That that one catch at the end of the game was huge, man, where he dove for it and the, the, the ball kind of got uh, under his chest there and knocked the wind out of him. But he made he was just there whenever Josh needed a big play. Like he was the guy, and then that that was great to see. But this is what I wanted to see, and what I expected from the beginning of the season with this wide receiver group that we have. We have a deep group; it just we weren't really using them right. And I think now, after you know, especially in the second half of the Tampa game, I think McDermott finally just said, "You know what? Let's just go back to what we did <laughs> and what worked for us, right?" And let's see. You, what saw, you see a lot of motion. You see a lot of motion all yeah. of a sudden. Right. What what was the worst thing that was going to happen, Mikey? We go back to what we did in 2020 and it fails. Okay. We were failing anyways. Right. Yeah. You might as well try it. And, and it obviously, look, guys, it's working. It's working <laughs> very well. It worked great in the second half against a very good Tampa team. It worked great against the Panthers and it, it looked great against the Patriots. And we're, we're right back to looking like that 2020 Buffalo Bills offense. And that's yeah. great to see because our defense wasn't. The 2020, as good as right? it is now. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. It's not as good as it has been in 2021. Yeah, that's right. Of, that's let's, right. Let's speak it up. The defense. That's a great segue into the defense. Um, the defense was, was solid. Um, yeah. We still gave up some runs. You know, we we we, we, we missed we missed. Uh, you know, we over pursued some gaps like we always do. We gave up one big one. Um, I think I think uh, Harris had a hundred yards and three touchdowns. But yeah, three touchdowns. Ultimately, he's a tough, once, tough one, dude. Yeah, but we we were letting them run the ball. It was okay. We wanted them to run the ball because yeah, then it, yeah. it, they, they we made them put together long drives, six seven minute drives to score. We weren't right. giving up. We weren't. We were playing to keep the big play away, and yeah. we did that. And we did that. You know, we yeah. had two picks. Um, I got both of them. We we harassed. We didn't sack Mac Jones very much, but we harassed the hell out of him. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You know, and like we said, what do we say going into that game, Mikey? If we put the ball in Mac Jones hands, that's mm-hmm. a great thing. Right. And, and I got to say, though, for as much as the defense did their job and they didn't do a great job, they did their job. It really goes back to the offense. And why I say this is time of possession was 36 minutes to 25. That's one, two. They didn't punt at all. Right. Mm-hmm. So and they scored a, basically almost every time they had the ball. So New England could not keep that pace up and running, like you were saying, and kill on their own clock. Eventually, they had to put it in Mac Jones' hand to go and quickly score, and it's just not going to happen with Mac Jones. Not this year. Yeah. Um, and, and that's why the defense eventually, especially towards the end there, was getting on. Like, Mac Jones was just not – it wasn't going to happen. They were not going to let mm-hmm. Mac Jones beat him. Why? Why comes in and says, "Did Vernon Butler make a play?" No, he's a waste of a roster space. We don't talk about Vernon Butler. We don't talk about Vernon Butler. He's a giant waste of money and a roster space. Uh, golly, that guy has been a giant bust here. Giant bust. He's yeah, been a bust yeah. in the NFL in general. You know. Yeah, I. That's one head scratcher by Bean. Yeah, he's gonna make. They're gonna make some guys here and there i agree with spin here spin comes and says beasley's still a better slot receiver than mckenzie yes. but mckenzie's yes, speed helps open this up um i agree i think they should they should still split some reps make sure mckenzie's still involved but you know it should be matchup based if we're running against a zone defense let, let beasley take most of them if we're running against man throw mckenzie well what there. i 
I think it was Dable or McDermott, maybe it was Dable, that came out and said that McKenzie wasn't running the same routes as Beasley would. Yeah, in that because game. Beasley runs option routes. That's what I'm saying. So you could still use McKenzie, mm-hmm. and he could still do what he's doing and still have Beasley as the slot. On the field. So, uh, yeah, on run the a field. Four so w- I, run four wide with, with Beasley 100%. on one side, McKenzie on the other. 100%. And I, somebody brought up Emmanuel Sanders last night. Guys, I, I still like Emmanuel Sanders. He came back uh, hurt, by the way, because of And he's probably not going to play this week. We'll get yeah, into injuries. And, which is fine. But, he's a veteran. He's a veteran. Yeah. I still think he's done very well for us this season. Um, but moving forward, even he when he gets up. healthy, Mikey, yeah. I still would like to see him. I want to see him activated, but I want to see him a little less snaps than McKenzie or Gabe yeah. Davis. Yeah. Moving forward, I, th- I think the lineup now with Diggs, Beasley, um, Gabe Davis, and McKenzie is is perfect. I'm I'm happy with that. <laughs> Spin. J.C. Jackson made more plays against the Pats than Butler did. Case in point, Josh Allen's fourth fourth and two scramble where J.C. Uh, Jackson took out his point. defender. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Was... Um, yeah. So you know, at the, at the end of the day. You know the the defense was fine. They played solid. They did they did their job. Um, we had nine possessions. Two of them were kneel downs at the end of the half and the end of the game. Of the seven that we actually um, had, all seven went into the red zone. We were four of seven on um, touchdowns to field goals. Or in the red zone, we were four seven for touchdowns, and then we had two field goals and a dropped touchdown on a turnover on downs. So yeah. you know, if you we we put we went ahead and we're like, okay, now now let your rookie quarterback beat us, and he couldn't. No, he couldn't. He actually, to be honest with you, looking back at Matt Jones' out, stats oh, since sorry, playing sorry. against us, he's he's I done awful. To- yeah. Okay, go ahead. Um, Spen comes in and says JC Jackson took out Judon on the play. He didn't. He took out uh Collins on the play. Be, you know, um it wasn't it wasn't Judon, it was actually uh Jamie Collins that was chasing him yeah, down. Yeah, he boy, they tackled each other. <laughs> no, uh, if, if you go back and watch that, um JC Jackson ducks his head and like spears I know spears Collins right know, in the chest. I know, I know. You can't he hit was what going after he, he was trying to nail josh allen on that it was a business decision he didn't want to get run over so he was just you know curled up to protect himself (laughs) you know uh alpha robkins and says mckenzie ran ran deeper routes well he is our over the top guy though well not only that but he ran a lot of the crossers came back and he was fast enough to pull away at an angle just remember what they asked mckenzie to do what they asked Beasley do completely different. 90% of Beasley's routes are option routes. So when he comes up, he reads the defense and then he makes a break. Mm-hmm. You know, he, you know, Beasley, uh, to where McKenzie actually ran designed routes that the play was drawn up for, you know, right. yep. so yep. It's, it's, it's different, but we had a lot of yak this game that we haven't had in the past. Oh, yes, we did, but that's what did I tell Donnie you Brooks asking guys. about your tattoo speed kills. Uh, it's, uh, where I'm from, <laughs> but this is the best one guys. <laughs> That's the one that matters. <laughs> is, 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 is that a WB one? Where's that? It It is. Yeah. It, it, it's yeah. a, it, it's a city. I grew up in <laughs> a block. I grew up on, ah, you guys, okay. it's just, uh, past history. Okay. 
<laughs> Sorry, I didn't. I didn't mean to cut you off. I, I saw that they were asking about your tattoo. No, so no, that's fine. Every, people ask that. It's just, it's All time. Okay. So, um, the next one, I want to get into coaching. I thought uh, McDermott came out aggressive early. And stayed aggressive all game long. It was awesome. That's that's the McDermott I want to see the rest of this year. An Amen. aggressive, aggressive. You know, <laughs> both offensively and defensively, we were very aggressive. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I want to see that constantly the rest of this year. Yeah. A- amen. Oh, by the way, I don't regret the tattoo. It just, uh, it was a weird time in my life. <laughs> but um, no, uh, no, I love McDermott. Uh, his coaching that game he finally was just like hey you know what this the all all all, all, everything's on deck right now right like this is it Mm -hmm. this is all for the we don't win this game then we're not winning the east right he finally took his he had balls right like you know what was that in in major league right yeah (laughs) serrano serrano yeah after he hits the home run Right, so I want to. Did somebody do that in the locker room before we went out, like to, to McDermott? McDermott's like, <laughs> so yeah. He finally was. Uh, he had his boss, and uh, it was. I loved it. I loved the fourth down. I loved that he trusts the offense. I loved that he trusts Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love, matter of fact, that he loved the defense in case they didn't get the fourth down. That he trusted the defense to do their job. Um, if they did not get that fourth down, like I said. So it was yeah. it was a, it was a beautiful thing to see, and hopefully he continues that that trait moving forward, because we you have to have that aggressive play calling in the playoffs. You have to have it. Yep. Yeah, and I agree with Al, Al Rob here. He comes in and says uh, McDermott dictated the game and made Belichick go for it a lot. Belichick is not a sure let's did. go for it type of guy. Yeah. He's they not. He wants to run the, the ball actually. and play defense. Yeah. He's yeah. like, I can't stop this guy. He's on fire, and I have to keep up with him, so I have to just keep going for it. They were one of ten on third down, but four or five, or four or five on fourth down. Yeah, yeah, no, they it tells you everything uh, you need to know. They actually mentioned that during the game that Belichick normally doesn't do that, but it just seems mm-hmm. like that's the way the game was going. Uh, so he pretty much was going to go with the flow. Well, he had he had to. If he would have kept parting yeah, it, yeah. they couldn't stop him. There, there wasn't there was zero punts that game, which yeah, that's beautiful. I don't want to. I don't want to see Hawk. Perfect see transition Hawk. into special teams. We had zero per, zero punts. Perfect in the kicking game. Bass was money, um, and I love our kickoff return. Uh, you know, coverage. It's it's done fantastic all year long. Um, where Bass kicks that really high one Beautiful. that doesn't yeah, that, that, that lands between the five and the end zone where they have to return it, it and we stop them before the twenty over and over. I love that, dude. I I tell remember I I said like we should do that like when the Washington played us and they did that by accident because of the win. Remember and I'm like I wonder if we could start trying to put that in our system like kicking it super high to like the five. Our special teams can get down down there quick enough. And we can get them to like the 15, 10, 12. I mean, it's been yeah. working out great. I love it. You know, you just got to be careful on some teams that have really fast returners. You know, I, I want to test every team like that. Yeah. Um, Triggs comes in and, uh, hey, Triggs, how you doing? Happy New Year, bud. Um, he comes in and says, uh, the last time I remember Belichick being that aggressive was against Peyton Manning. Because he's like, I can't stop him. I have to keep going yep. for it. Yep. yep. You know? Yep. That, that's yeah, a wonderful no, thing no to answer. think about. 
When you think yeah, about that, no the last time Belichick had to run a defensive game plan like that was to stop Peyton Manning, and now our quarterback is in that same class. Yeah. I don't think you know. You know, it's funny though. Belichick is a fucking asshole. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to say that. I know he's the goat, but he's a sore loser. I'm gonna come out and say it right now. He is the worst sore loser. I listen. I get it. Losing sucks, but he is a fucking asshole. One and two. I don't think he respected Josh Allen. I'm gonna be real with you. He respects him now, but I don't. I still I think, even last I year. I remember. I'll year. never forget. I'll never forget a quote he said last year when he said, "I'm not." buying all the Allen hype. It was yeah. the first game we played him. And it's right there telling me, okay, you, bro, if a coach says that, which is super rare that a coach would like, most coaches, even if you're going against a team that sucks mm-hmm. and you know you're going to, they're always going to say something good about the team. Oh, well, you know, you know, Tua, got to be careful with him. Like to him to come out and say that about Allen showed that like he had no worries about Josh Allen. The first and game, even this season. That's what I'm saying. Even if, but I'm, I still didn't think really. Even the second game, I still don't think he was sold on him. I think he's sold on him now. I think he knows now. Josh Allen is a problem, and I, I don't and know. I think the rest of the league. If is you fun. listen, I'm telling you. If you listen to <laughs> any of his you. press conferences this year leading up, he knew Josh Allen was a problem after last yeah, year's game. I don't when, know when, if he knew he was. But Mikey, was he this big of a problem? Because the first game and the second game was night and day. Well, there was also 60-mile-an-hour wins last time Josh was trying to throw through. I still think Josh could have threw it. We just didn't let him. We didn't give him the opportunities. Remember, Dable didn't really didn't let have Josh run. throw until the end. Yeah, we well, didn't do a lot that, in that game. We didn't, we didn't let him run. Yeah, you know, but you know what I'm we, saying. We, We're not going to get back yeah, on that. I'm just yeah, saying, like, yeah. like uh, my point is I think it, he might have started respecting him a little bit more, but after this game, I think he totally oh, absolutely. was aware. He seeked him out to give him a hug after the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I you think know? he probably said secretly, "You're there, <laughs> like you have, you know, you you are here now." Like, okay, like I did, know who you are now. Speaking of that, did you hear the clip that made its way around uh, Twitter of that Boston fan saying no. that? Uh, he, okay, you you have to go. I'll, I'll send it to you. But there's a clip going around. A Boston fan called into the show and said, "Mac Jones ain't it." You know, you know. I don't know what Belichick is a bum. He hasn't won crap since Brady left. You know, you think you think this team is gonna be good? No, the 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 division runs through Buffalo. That, uh, that, that kid up the kid up in uh, uh, up in Buffalo. What did he say? He says he runs he runs super fast and he throws the ball like ninety yards and they let him throw it all over the pack. You know, oh, I'll send you the clip. It was, it was hilarious. And they're oh, like, whoa. Man. He's like, yeah, no. The next 20 years, this division runs through Buffalo. Did you see real quick? I don't know if you're going to. Did you see Judon try to trip Josh Allen? Yes. Like Judon's a, a dirty shot, guy. The week before, he <laughs> punched uh, He like, he punched Wentz in the nuts. What the fuck, man? Like, Wentz was going to fight him. Did this guy really try to do that? He's trying <laughs> to dirty. Yeah, bro. So and he dirty. knows Josh Allen had the foot injury thing. You know, that, yeah. that's what makes it even worse. You know, like trying to get him out of the game. What a cheap! That's a cheap as cheap as you Phillips, can get, bro. Phillips has played really well too. I know in the chat they're talking about it. Harry, he has, but he's still he has, but he's still a rotational player in my in my yeah in my view. We still need like when Star leaves because I think we have to replace Star. Um, and he's I think his contract's running out eventually. I think after the season, I think nope. Um, nope. I got pushed is it one more line. year because of the COVID thing? We okay, have another year. He has yep. one more season now. Okay. 
either way, we have to start getting ready for that. Um, Harrison Phillips is not the answer to replace Star. Uh, I, I like him as a, as a rotational. I, I think they should resign Harrison Phillips as like if he's willing to take a good deal as that kind of player. But we need to we need to build a better uh, line there. But I, but he's done a great job. I got to admit, coming in for Star, he's done, he's done a very good job. Yeah, Alvaro says comes in and says, uh, how about uh, Judon looking for the flag after Knox's touchdown? Yeah, that's because Williams once again was running downfield for no reason. He's lucky he didn't get a flag for offensive linemen downfield because he was two yards into the end zone for zero reason whatsoever. Yep. Like that guy, and I am not happy with Williams. Yeah, yeah. Give him all that I, I money listen. and he's just – Boneheaded. He's definitely right. he's definitely the one guy that has not earned his contract. Hundred percent. I I I've been saying that since what week yeah. three, <laughs> like yeah. like like so far he wasn't, and that was week three. He still hasn't like he's doing okay. He's I think he's average. He's and that's not good enough for what we're paying him. He can't be average for that kind of salary. Michael, that's just Tommy's look. He's 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 he's, he's that's that's his look. Oh, always, brother. You gotta check me out, man. Mafia Sports Report, man. I'm always wearing glasses, bro. Yeah, that's always, just always, his man. look, bud. Just that's his right, look. Man. My, my future's too bright, bro. <laughs> uh, Daniel Gardy comes in and says, McDermott likes a rotation on the D-line. Resign Harry to be part of it. I agree. I think Harry finally is back from that knee injury two years ago, and he's playing like he was before he got hurt. I would love to see him come back. I don't want to sign him to a big deal by any means, but bring him back on, on a yeah. you know medium deal and stick yeah. him in that rotation. And then go draft yourself, either the kid at Wyatt, you go get that, you know, that's uh out of Georgia, the other, the other big stud in the inside, and start mm-hmm. start rebuilding that in that interior D line. Yeah, but well, okay, okay. So yeah, that that covers the recap piece. Do you have any any final thoughts on the recap? No, no. It just was uh, it was beautiful to see, and 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 it was something that me and you have been preaching for weeks now. And the offense finally did exactly what pretty much we've been yelling and screaming. Mm-hmm. And the results were exactly what they were. A win and a nice looking win. That's it. Yeah, I agree. So let's get into the injury report before we get into um, paying some bills. Um, so for for uh, the injury report this week um, for Buffalo, we only had two people in the injury report. We got a lot of our guys back from COVID. So Beasley came back. Um, Davis came back. Uh, Epinesa Star. came back. Oh, no, Star was uh, Feliciano came back. So we have a bunch of guys who are now who are now back. Yep. Um, you know, Everybody, so, I think. I don't, yeah. we, don't, we don't have anyone on COVID right now, I don't think they said. Uh, yeah, so but all our main guys are back. Um, so on on our report this week, it was all Ed Oliver with an ankle. He's questionable. Yep. He was limited all week, and then Sanders, who's probably they listed him as questionable. He's probably doubtful. He was limited on during the walkthrough, but then he was a DNP for the last two days this week. And knowing we have everyone back, chances are they're going to heal him up. He played last week, banged up because we needed yeah, him to. He stepped. There's up no reason. There's no reason for him to be out there. Um, I would I would definitely rest him uh, for the playoffs. I would I would yeah. I would even consider not playing him against the Jets. Why would you? We have a deep enough uh, team. If, like if, I, his, I if his knee, unless he's completely healthy, set him down until he's until his knee's yeah. ready to go. That's right. That's right. You know we we, we have we have guys. 
hundred percent. Um, someone should take a screen grab of Bella cheat hugging Josh after the game and meme it for twenty twenty one MVP. <laughs> <laughs> right? You know, it's one of those things. Um, and then from the Falcon side, the only one is their cornerback uh, Moreau. He he's he's doubtful. I I put him as questionable, but ultimately he's doubtful. He has some rib injuries. Yep. Everyone else yep. is pretty much healthy from what I'm hearing. Um, so, um, we'll quickly do um, our sponsor read, and this is for LinkedIn. Uh, these days, it can be hard to find the right candidate for your small business. That's why LinkedIn.com LinkedIn jobs made it easier to find people you want to talk to faster and for free. You know, and I'll tell you, as an as an old person who used to hire, LinkedIn's wonderful. Whether you are looking as an employer or looking as an employee trying to find a job, LinkedIn has them all out there. Um, did you know forty? Did you know every week nearly forty million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your jobs for free at LinkedIn.com/hts hashtag sports. That's LinkedIn.com/hts to post your job for free. Terms and conditions may apply. And we thank LinkedIn for sponsoring this mid-break of Tailgate Talk. There so let's, let's, let's 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 move let's move it on into the preview. So we talked about the injuries. Um, we need to talk a little bit about our offense. The difference from what we've seen all year to what we saw last week, and then we need to start fast. We came out, we drove right down the field, we went for it on fourth down, we got the touchdown. Give us the lead. Start fast. Don't allow this inferior team to stay with us. Right. Start fast. Put them in a hole, then step on their throats. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Uh, listen. I, we were talking about this. I, I, you definitely got to get touchdowns early. You cannot go bad. You can't go field goals in the red zone. I thought our red zone work uh, against the Patriots was pretty good. I don't know the exact numbers. What were they, Mike? I think they were four for four. I got to go back on the red zone, but it, they were pretty good. Uh, so I want to see touchdowns in the red zone. I don't want to see field oh, yeah. goals. I, I want to see a little we, bit we, of a we were four tempo. of seven. We were okay, four, four of seven. seven. I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that. So, I want to see a little up tempo. Um, listen, the, the the Falcons, I'm not. Their offense, they're very limited. Let's be real here, okay, guys. So uh, Matt Ryan's still Matt Ryan, but he is a shell of himself. So I think if you get on this team early, you can get uh, send heavy blitzes, which I think we're going to do anyways, Mikey. To be honest with you, Matt mm-hmm. Ryan's the slowest quarterback in the NFL right now. I think he's one of the most sacked. I think they said. Um, he is just not having – they have a terrible offensive line. Um, so, I think, yes, if we get on this team early, um, it, it will be a, a bad uh, bad game for the for the Falcons because they just mm-hmm. will not have an answer falling behind like that. And Patterson is their, their whole team. I'm going to be real with you. I, I like Kyle Pitts, but he's not totally there yet. Um, mm-hmm. Patterson is is the guy. And, I, yeah. and, by the way, I hope I hope Patterson comes here next season. <laughs> Yeah, we were talking about that earlier in the offseason. We wanted him. We wanted him as a as a utility weapon and a returner. We talked about it at, at nauseum. Um, on defense, um, it's AJ Terrell and then everybody else. And mm-hmm. I was listening to a couple of the like the locked on um, Falcons guy, and then I listened to the ESPNs guy that over on Cover One that talked about it. And he's like, "We have a bunch of practice squad guys playing on our secondary." You know they don't they don't have much of a pass rush. Um, nope. You know they 
the reason why they're still in it because they're plus minus they're in the negative and in, in the scoring differential is because they're like seven and zero in one score games. So that's the reason yeah, why they're, they're still in it. You know, um, I mean they're giving up a ton Pitt, of uh, a yard. Uh, spin comes in and says Pitt's already a thousand yard receiver. Yeah, but he's he's also has like you know a ton of targets. His his, his his uh you know yards per target is is very low. Um, uh, Russell Gage has been their number one receiver since Calvin Ridley um had to check out. Calvin Ridley's not even I, there. I will, yep. yeah, which I will give Calvin Ridley you know all the props in the world to realize that he needed to take take a yeah, mental yeah. break. It, yeah, yeah, that is very important in the in today's world. Do what you yep. need to do. Yep. You know, it's a job. Yeah, you yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, he just wasn't, and the team sucked anyway, so it wasn't like they were. They were so going to services. Yeah, Father Snowman yeah. comes in and Happy New Year. Thank you for tuning in from the UK. We appreciate you. Um, oh, nice. Sanders is questionable this week. However, he was a DNP the last two days, so chances are he's not going to play. Knowing that we got Davis and um, Beasley back, um, I imagine Sanders is going to sit and rest up until he's ready. Um, so from an offensive standpoint, Tommy, I want to see us um, come out fast. You know, I want Josh to do what he did last week, you know, take what the defense gives you. Don't go looking for the big play. If it's there, take it. Otherwise, you know, take what they give you, move the down field, put the ball in the end zone, get us up a lead. And then let's just slowly squash them and run away, um, Mm -hmm. and get ready for the jets next week. Let's get on a roll, get this momentum moving so we can carry it into the playoffs. Yeah, and by the way, uh, I think Singletary will have a, a pretty good game. Uh, mm-hmm. Their rushing yards allowed is 121 almost. Passing yards are 250, almost 254. So they're not a very good defense. I I, I guarantee because it will be snowing. I'm pretty sure <laughs> Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Um, you will see Singletary get. It will be like the Panthers game where he had a lot of carries. I think you're going to see that again in this game, going back to Buffalo. Um, I can almost promise you guys he's going to get at least 15 carries, I- I- at least minimum. I think he's going to get anywhere between 15 and 20. And I think this is going to be Singletary's best game running all season. I'm going with that, and we'll talk about that later when we pick our picks. But... I won't even hate the 22 that he got against Carolina. That's, on, that's what I mean. You it know, could run, be more. I, 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 I'm yeah. just saying, like, that, that's where I want to be at with Singletary. And, and and I think this game you guys might see a lot more running than 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 passing. I think we're going to be, or maybe at least close to being 50, 50 mm-hmm. almost in this game, because there's a bad defense and they're bad against the run. Yeah. How you doing, Rick? Um, happy new year, bud. Um, you can always catch oh, us on replay. We, we, we still, we still got a little bit of time. Don't worry about it. You can always catch us on Rick. replay. Um, uh, Trix comes in and says, yeah, AJ, AJ trail, who apparently their lockdown corner struggles against St. Brown. Um, and with all due respect, is a oh, for the Lions. And a, and yeah, a good yeah. Team. He's having and a good actually, second half. Actually, St. Brown is more of a number three on a super good team. Um, yeah. he, he's a rookie, he's a slot guy. Um, who you know, if you go back and look at last week, they got they got taken to the limit by a Lions team that had a bunch of dudes on COVID. They had no, they had yeah. their backup quarterback in, they didn't have any of their backs, you know. Um, and they're just a shell of what I mean. The Lions weren't good when they're fully healthy, let alone when they're dealing with a bunch right. of COVID stuff. 
Yeah, yeah. But same pro- I, I I have him on my fantasies. Actually, I picked him up because I needed a receiver. Uh, I think like three weeks ago, and he's done okay. Yeah. I'm not going to hate well, him. He, he's had, over he's the, had like two over or three the games. Past there. four four weeks, he's become their number one. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know. So you never know. guys, just you never know on the, on draft picks. It's funny, man. You never know, man. You like you never yeah. know who's going to wind well, up. Saint Brown good. was one of the guys that we looked at. Um, was in, in the mid rounds, much like a Gabe Davis type. Um, we thought that could that I was big on the Bills snag it because he was a solid slot guy. Could have been a young guy that yeah. we groomed to take over for yep. Beasley. Um, however, we went uh, Spencer Brown, and I will take Spencer Brown over. I'm on say Brown all day. Spencer Brown. Brown's gonna Brown's gonna be a animal, dude. He's He's been a blessing. He was a blessing in disguise. Uh for I think I come on, Bill's Mafia. If we're gonna be real here, Mm -hmm. I would say 95% of Bill's Mafia did not have these kind of expectations (laughs) for Spencer Brown his first season. Leave it to why. Leave it to why. He always has something to say. I'm ah why. <laughs> he always has something to say. So, uh, so, 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 moving through this um, on the defensive side of the ball, um, our main goal: we need to stop the run. Cordell Patterson is their playmaker. That's that's their offense uh, right there. Um, don't let don't let him beat you. You know, may, may make it be Matt Ryan and having to throw the ball to his receivers. Right. You know what I mean. Make him make make Russell Gage have to do something. Make those other guys that are no name guys have to do things for you. Um, I'm, I'll be interested to see the matchup of uh, Milano versus Pitts. Um, yep. And I wonder, I wonder if we're gonna pull like a a uh, a card out of the of the KC playbook where we ran and um, Saran Neal on Kelsey. I wonder if we run Saran Neal on Pitts at time to time because he. Can get I wouldn't mind it. I wouldn't mind it. Saran Neal's yeah. a beast, bro. I would not mind it. But yeah. I'm telling you right now, my game plan for this, if I'm the Buffalo Bills, is I am blitzing the hell out of Matt Ryan all game long. I know we're not a blitzing yeah. team. I know we're not, but this if you're gonna if you're gonna game plan, listen, here's the deal. Matt Ryan's seen everything, so you can't disguise he's he's not gonna be fooled by disguises. This isn't Mac Jones, this isn't mm-hmm. to a how you beat Matt Ryan right now, this old Matt, slow Matt mm-hmm. Ryan, is you get after him. Matt Ryan is he cannot run for any Claps that's it. And they have a Claps they have a bad old line at that. So he can't even get out of harm's way. So I would just bring the house on multiple different uh blitzers. And uh yeah, I, I don't I think he's in a lot of trouble, bro. Yeah, I'm going back to what Rick was saying here. Um, he said he had high hopes for Spencer Brown. He also had high hopes for Jack Anderson. Sure, high hopes stolen from us. You, you know, I was big. Yeah. I, I had high hopes for Baby Richie too. I liked him. I was. I was. I was, so, I was, I was so really mad upset. <laughs> yes. I was really upset when when the Bills let him get take me too. Off and me too. Didn't offer him a roster spot. Me, I bro. You know, I'm but right with what it is. I, I liked him better than Doyle, man. But yeah, uh, gonna... you know, Doyle has high upside because he has the athletic traits. He just he's just not ready. Well, I knew Spencer Brown had high upside. I was saying that during preseason. Mm-hmm. I just didn't think, and I don't think even the Bills coaching staff, and I think they came out and said it, they were not prepared to even start him. That was not yeah. the, the 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 plan. We the had was the, we had to start him because he was better than Cody <laughs> yes. Ford at, at guard. Yeah, but they didn't. But they didn't. See, I don't think they saw his 
growth that fast is what I'm saying. He really matured in the NFL quickly because I think they were thinking, man, he didn't play all last season in college, right? He missed the whole season. He's coming into the NFL like, mm-hmm. you know, not not really up, you know, as far as playing-wise, condition-wise. They probably thought, all right, man, he's only played two seasons as an offensive lineman. He wasn't even mm-hmm. his natural position in high school. So they probably thought it's going to take maybe a year, right? Mm-hmm. Let the guy, you know, learn. But, bro, he learned, and he learned quick. And they saw that in preseason. And then they, they had no choice. Cody Ford was just a disaster. Cody Ford, by the way, Mikey, are you done? <laughs> Cody Ford played fine when in his, in his last game. Uh, oh, uh, I'm, I'm done with him being a starter. I'm okay with him being a backup. That's fine. Yeah, f- I'm cool. okay with him being uh, depth. I'm okay <laughs> yeah. with him being depth. Um, why yeah. didn't ask who's who's Ryan's backup? I believe it's Josh Rosen. Is it Josh Rosen who's the backup in in Atlanta? I'll tell I'll tell you right now. Is it Godly? Really? <laughs> I want to. I know Josh, Josh Rosen. I know he got signed recently. I I don't really follow the Rosen. Yeah, but I'll tell you right now. Um, while you're looking that up, Spin comes in and says yeah, they should have Anderson as one of the protected practice codes. Wise, they did. However, after every game, there's a there's a two day um, period where everyone can be signed before they before they reannounce who the protected guys are. So during that two days where everyone's um, available, the Eagles came and offered him. We have a chance to match and bring him up and give him a roster spot. Or we let him go, and we let him, we decide to let him go, which is crap. Let's yeah. see here for the Falcons. Um, Mike Trotter comes in and says, uh, "Don't forget, Bean thought Fromm was a no-brainer. Fromm got his first start oh. last week." All right, so they cut Barkley because I know that they cut Barkley this week, mm-hmm. so Barkley's no longer there. So they got AJ McCarron. I don't know if he's still there. Josh Rosen. Matt Ryan yeah. and Felipe Franks, whoever the hell that is. So Felipe maybe Franks Josh is Rosen the rookie is the, out of Florida. Yeah, so I, I'm guessing. Yeah, Rosen is probably the back. I know McCarron oh, was, but I thought yikes. I thought McCarron got hurt early. Maybe I'm just reading the roster. I'm just looking at the roster. I have no idea. Okay. I know Matt yeah. Barkley's not there either, and it says my Matt Barkley's there. So yeah, Matt Barkley was signed this week. Um, there. Um, so yeah, we'll see. You know, and and uh, you lost comes in and says anyone's better than Cody Ford at this point. Eh, not anybody. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather see Cody Ford around than than, uh, than than good old boy uh, at left tackle. What's what's his name? Can't think of his name. Oh, Hart. Uh, yeah, Bobby Hart. <laughs> give me, give me, give me Cody Ford over Bobby Hart any day of the week. Yeah, yeah that's true. You yeah, know? that's true. Uh, Trick comes in and says, yeah. The same way they they didn't see Teller wasn't. Oh, let's not get into the Teller stuff. <laughs> I am so done with the whole Teller thing. I am so done with the whole Teller thing. Listen, uh, Teller yeah. wasn't what he is today. He went to the best offensive line coach, yeah, and yep. became yep. really good. He went into a you very know? good situation, basically. Very Ooh, good situation. Hot take here from Richard Forbes. Should have kept Anderson and let Stevenson get stolen. Stevenson's been a fantastic returner. No, what are you no, talking about? No, no, yeah, no, no. We and look, 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 look how important Stevenson is now. If you really want to dive deep into it, now McKenzie can actually concentrate just on offense. Which maybe McKenzie was getting burnt out on doing the kick return, punt return, and some of the offense. Now they could 
McKenzie could just do offense pretty much and let Marquez Stevenson handle the kick return and punt and return because he's doing a very good job at it, and he's going to get better, guys. I'm telling you. But, no, we uh, can't let Stevenson go. Stevenson is only going to get better, guys. Mm-hmm. And Stevenson was stashed on the IR, so he wasn't – he wasn't never really made the practice squad. He 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 uh he he uh got brought up from IR. Yep. yep. Um, and, like and someone asked eight. someone asked about um uh what we get for for from he was plucked off the practice squad. So nothing. Nothing. Team. nothing. Yep. Nothing. Oh my God, Spin, Spin, got to get over this, buddy. <laughs> we know Spain and we know Teller were better than what we have today. <sighs> for whatever Spain reason, thing. I like Spain. I don't get what stupid, happened. The stupid, the uh, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid reasons why we let these guys go. I don't know. I was a big Spain fan as well. Yeah. Um, the Spain I thing is a little. Why he got that's a little weird in favor of Winters. Yeah. Like I understood the I understood the Wyatt Teller trade. Yeah, we, yeah. we had a lot of depth. He was the guy that had juice that we can get something in return. You know, for which ended up being Tyler Bass. That's the that's that was the pick. So right, right. You know, but the Spain thing that was just weird. Who knows what happened there. Yeah, there's someone, a lot. Someone more to... got their britches hurt. Someone got their feelers yeah. hurt. Yeah, somewhere yeah. along those lines. Somebody I mean, I know. I I, I, I have a feel. I have a feeling. I know why. I mentioned it a million times. He he, he coming off the 2020 season. Mm-hmm. He was he he wanted to be a Buffalo. He came out and said, mm-hmm. "I don't want to." I, I told my agent, "Don't even go to any team. I'm staying right here." And he was a true to his word. And then I I think he kind of felt. Like that's kind of fucked up. You're benching me for fucking Brian Winters a game two after two games. Like, are you kidding me? Like, I didn't understand. You know, that, that'd be like if we we didn't bench Daryl Williams and Daryl Williams is playing just as bad. We didn't bench Cody but, Ford. We played right. him until he got hurt. Right. So it doesn't make any sense. So I I get I it. That's the reason, which I think it is. He probably was pissed. He probably said something. Who knows? You know, he probably told McDermott fuck off or something. You never know. I, I you yeah. know, I'm just guessing. Yeah, who knows? And Richard, you know what? Everyone, everyone has their own opinion on stuff. That's the oh, yeah. best part about oh. this. If you if you don't see nothing from Stevenson, then, hey, I see oh. raw talent that could that could be harnessed. That's what I see out of Stevenson. Yep. He has yep. so yep. much speed. I can't wait till they can figure out something to do with him. Yeah, yeah, and he's he's still getting his feet wet, guys. I'm telling you that right now. He's he's only played what three mm-hmm. games now? Three, right, Mike? Three, two or three, three? Or four. Three or four. I can't remember. That's it. That's it. And he was Saints. benched on one of them. He didn't play. Yeah. He didn't play in the uh, he came, first New he came game. During the Saints game. So th- I think this was his third actual game because Saints. Yeah. Panthers, he got cut for the pin in the second he, one. He didn't play for the Patriots. He, yeah, he didn't. He didn't play in right, that right. big win game. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, it is what it is. Um, yes, I love. I love this take from Sean Seven One Six. McKenzie can play that Tyreek Hill type role. Because he's quick, run run those run yes. those shallow crossers and get yards after the catch. Yes, all yes. day long. Yeah, and when, especially when Allen is move, out of the pocket, mm-hmm. keep moving, keep having McKenzie move because defenders cannot stick with McKenzie. So when Allen's rolling out of the pocket, he's a perfect target to find because mm-hmm. he will get open. He sees that yeah. fast. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Trixenton says they decided to cut Spain to keep winners. Same way they decided to cut Jefferson to keep Butler. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't understand some of the moves they made. But you know what? In being I trust, 
He's come in yep. here. He's turned this, you know, you know, four years ago when, when McDermott got here or five years ago when McDermott got here, our team was the laughing stock. Yeah. We're yeah. now become starting to become a perennial uh, playoff team. So will they miss on the guys? Yes. Will they, you know, cut guys I don't want them to? Yes. You know, but at the end of the day, I will trust they know what they're doing. Yep. You know, uh, Carl comes and says, we need to keep the O-line that was found last week. Um, Dawkins, Bates, Morris, Williams, and Brown. But I expect uh, McDee to field Mongo instead. Yeah. Um, I don't think I don't think Mongo's gonna start this game. I bet you Bates gets to start because I think Mongo's gonna need some time to get his energy back and get his get back into playing shape. Um, and I think he'd be perfect for that in case of emergency, whether yeah. it's at center or either of the guard spots. Mongo's that perfect in case of emergency type guy. Yeah, yeah, and, and see what you got in Bates going into next yeah, year because we can get out of Mongo's right. contract at the end of this year for very cheap. That's right. That's right. That's right. I I, I would definitely. I would definitely do the same starting lineup you had last week with Bates in, see how it goes, and then if it goes well, McDermott has to stick to what he always says, the, the best person plays, the best man on, on the field will play. And then you have Mongo as a, as a reserve. That's what they that's say. It. I'm not sure I believe them, but that's what they say. Well, he, he you preached you cannot, you, there's You cannot tell me that Winters was the better player than some of our backups no. last year. Of course not, but – I don't, you know how, bro, some coaches like certain players, just like they decided to keep Vernon Butler, <laughs> right? So, like, yeah. there's something about it that it, they like, just like a uh, perfect example, uh, what was his name last year that 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 didn't even want to play? Cost us a huge salary cap. Uh, yeah, Trent Murphy. Played, Trent Murphy, because he was a, because he was a McDermott guy. Yeah. Well, how'd that work out? You know, he was so an insurance coaches, policy. Yeah. Yes. So all coaches, I think, in the NFL, to be fair, they all have their certain guys that yeah. I yeah. think fans are like, why, why? And the, you don't understand he was a process guy. He was right. a process guy. But I want to get I want to get to this one. I, I like I love this question from um, Father Snowman. Do you think the Colts are the team to beat more than Kansas City? I don't, and the reason for that is Carson Wentz. I do not. I mean, Correct. I love their running game and I love their defense. But their yep. secondary is shaky, so if they're not getting turnovers, they struggle. And Carson yep. Wentz is Jekyll and Hyde. Like, yep. you yep. never know what I you're going to get from that guy. I totally so, agree. No, I think Kansas, Kansas City uh, yeah, is way uh, more consistent than yep. uh, the Colts are. Yeah, but I will say this, though. If the Colts, the, if the, the Colts can wear a team down um, and, they, mm-hmm. and, 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 and if you, they get a couple turnovers on defense – that's where it starts to get dicey um, on another team because that's what they do best. They start, they just wear you down, wear you down, wear time of possession. So the Colts are very dangerous, but I don't trust Wentz at all. And Kansas City just has a very deep roster on offense. They got players all over, yeah. and they got a lot of speed as well. Yeah, no, and honestly, I think the Colts are a worse matchup for the Bills than Kansas City. We're we're built to beat KC. We're not yep. built to yep. beat, you know, someone like the Colts. You yep. know, yep. Um, our, our secondary, we're, we're built to disguise coverage, play physical with them, and then match them on from an offensive standpoint. If you get into a game against the Colts and they can get their running game going and we yep. can't stop it, that's that's it's just a bad matchup for us. I think yeah, we can still beat exactly. them. I don't think, you know, we just have to, we have to be able to uh, contain them. You have to them. match them. 
you have to match them yeah. on offense, basically. Yeah. And you, you have we to, just have to contain the run enough. Yes. To yep. make Carson yep. Wentz have to beat you. Correct. Correct. Much like the Patriots. They're built a lot like the Patriots are built. They are. Play, yeah, run the ball. And play way defense. better running back. With a, with a better running back. Touche. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Carl comes in and says the Bills have been built to beat KC and, and Indianapolis is not a good matchup. Yep. That's what we were just talking about. Yep. I agree 100%. You know, um, I, th- I think we are. Uh, it probably shapes up that the Colts play the Bengals. And the winner plays the Chiefs, and we would play the Titans. Yeah, most likely that's that's probably going to be how it plays out. Um, and See, I now that's that. an interesting game if that happens. The Bengals, yeah. even I think the Bengals match up well against the Colts. They are their offense when they're on. They're high. They can score and they powers. can score fast. Yeah, but they, that's they're either high on or they're off. Or it's, high it's either they're talking about one this. or the other. <laughs> they're inconsistent. I, I would be so. I would be like, bro. I'd be like, what is this team? Like one minute they're blowing a team out the next they're getting destroyed so yeah i, I, I don't know they got destroyed i know destroyed by the jets <laughs> oh, so who knows it's, 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 it's been a weird year yep um uh trick something says yeah they need to stop with shifting brown he needs to stay right right tackle the problem the reason why they're switching brown is because they don't have a backup left tackle that is good brown is truly our best backup left tackle Correct. Although we'd love to keep him there, we just need Dawkins to stay healthy. Correct. And as long Correct. as and I would love to see us this offseason go find us a decent backup left tackle so we so Brown can just stay on the right side. Yep, yep. And, and, and to all the players, uh stay your asses inside. <laughs> Please. Right. With this COVID thing going around, stay inside. <laughs> I'll give you some bootleg. You know, whatever movies, DVDs. Away if, you need, yeah. if you need to really see this, streaming passwords. <laughs> right, I'll give you my right. streaming passwords. Just stay inside and watch movies. Right. Yeah, you don't you need, don't to, need go to go to a live there. show. No. No midget wrestling or you know Spin, whatever yeah. weird event you're going to. Just right. stay home. Hamilton. Um, right. Spin comes in and says, "Isn't that what Doyle was supposed to be?" Yes, but he wasn't ready. We put Doyle in for one play and he gets used. Doyle is an athletic freak. Who needs time to develop? I don't like Doyle. I know you don't. But we'll see. We'll see. I, I don't know. You know, I, I could be wrong. You know, as of now, though, I'm not a fan. Oh, hot take here. Mike Trotter comes and says, I hope Bean doesn't extend Edmonds. Depends Who do you about want the money. linebacker to be? Yeah. It, it, honestly, Mikey, I, I, I'm, I'm not with Mike on this, but I'm 50 50 on that. It depends on the money. It really I does. I don't think we should I get like- $100 yeah, I don't so think it's exactly. hundred million dollar exactly. But I lo- I do like there's a lot of upside still to Edmonds considering his age, mm-hmm. and I still think he has a, a, a there's room to grow there. But yeah. I'm not, I'm also at the same time not trying to kill my cap on a guy. I think we can go out and draft another stud, or, or, or we can get a free agent. You know what I mean for a little less that can fill the role until we get a, a you know we draft another one. You know what I mean. But I'm not yeah. overpaying is what I'm saying. And if he really wants to do us a, a solid, he does what Matt Milano did with yep. a team-friendly deal, and, and he stays knowing on board. He, that would be the right thing. Knowing he's going to be young enough to really cash in on his next one. Right. That, yeah, that's all. Is that, Mikey, 100%. You hit the nail on the head. 100%. Because he's going to only get better under McDermott, to be honest. With you. McDermott's a hell of a mm-hmm. defensive coach. Whoever's going to bring in here is going to be, trust me, a good defense coordinator. Um, and he's going to help the growth of him. And when he's ready, like you said, on his following contract, he's going to get paid if he, you know, 
if he earned it, you know, for the time, the second time around with us. I don't agree with this take from Cardboard Matt. It's actually pretty Edmund's good bad against year. the run. Yeah, he's actually pretty good against the run. He has, he has missed um, Phil's, but so is Hyden Poyer and yeah. Milano. You know, yeah. so, I mean, Edmonds is the new guy to crap on. You know, I don't, man. I don't believe we should pay him a hundred million dollars. He's not, he's not worth the money of a Fred Warner or um, Denarius Leonard or any of those guys. So don't give him that kind of cash, you know, but you give him a contract like, like Milano. I think yes, all day long. And by the way, <laughs> he's leading the, the team in tackles, which I think he led the team in tackles like the last two seasons. Am I right there, Mikey on Edmonds? Yep. I believe so. Okay. So, so he's leading it again. So clearly, he's making the tackles right so yeah no he he's a uh, listen guys he's 22 years old you guys keep forgetting okay. this. this isn't like an old player like he's gonna yeah. be better let's, let's go to mike charter's comment he said edmund's great yeah, at making it. tackles 10 yards downfield let's not forget the end of the tampa bay game the end of the tampa Bay game was a no, bad coverage broken it wasn't on edmonds edmonds should no. not be covering a wide receiver that mm-hmm. was either wallace or jackson who didn't do the pass off correctly. And Edmonds just saw him and tried to chase him down. So, yeah, you know, before 100%. you blame that on Edmonds, understand what they were doing. Um, and if you really want a place to find that, Cover One does a fantastic job breaking that down. I believe yep. Buffalo Fanatics has a film breakdown as well. So if you yeah. want to go see him, go out there. They will take you through what the defensive calls are and who's supposed to be doing what. And they do a really yep. good job of it. Yeah. McDermott actually talked, if you want to watch the post game of that, he talked about that play and how that that broke down. That wasn't on Edmonds uh, at all on, on that play. It was just yeah. a broken coverage. He, 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 he bailed on his – yeah. Spin comes in says Edmonds bailed on his assignment to try to cover that player. And he just – There you go. That was a fast receiver <laughs> on a linebacker, and that's not going to happen. Right. right. Bean thought he was drafting next Keekly. Well, here's the here's the problem is we took an outside linebacker by trait and moved him to the middle. You know, at Virginia Tech, you know, Edmonds was an outside linebacker. If you stick Edmonds as an outside backer and, and let him rush and do those types of things, he could be a lot, a lot like Micah Parson is. He could be an animal. They just want him in the middle because of his size. Yeah, and and, and he's very he's very smart, Mikey. Yeah. He's been yeah. calling he's been calling the defensive plays since a rookie. Uh, you don't just yeah. give that to anybody. Uh, so they trust him in that that spot. But I would say, I, 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 I would he. It is intriguing how he would play in an edge type role. Mm-hmm. I know they'll never do it, mm-hmm. but he, bro, he has the speed. Uh, that, and that's like that's, that's, what, that's his natural position is the outside. Yeah, back edge like type. like it would be interesting. That's all I'm gonna say. But I don't think yeah. they'll never do it. But it would be interesting. It would be. Yeah. Uh, Spin comes in and says, uh, I think we need to get bigger inside than interior. I agree. To stop oh, the run, that's where, that's where a lot of it comes from. Is our God We're very me. small on the interior D-line. D we need to yep. get some big fatties that can stop the run. Yeah, yeah. Ed, Ed, is, not a, Ed is not a big guy. Like, no. Ed is – he's big, our, like, but he's small. Star, he's short and yeah. stocky. And, and Star is, you know, 300 pounds. He lost, like, 40 pounds coming he into the year. lost weight. Um, yeah. Harry had to slim down as well be, to, because of his knee to get that healthy. Yeah. Like, w- like our biggest guy is Butler, but he's our softest our softest guy. Right. 
Now we need we need we need a couple big dudes in there. You know who you know who I liked that was pretty big. Uh, we let him go because it was smart. Was uh, Jordan Phillips? I thought Jordan Phillips yeah. was, was 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 he wanted a, big a, money a and runs. it wasn't worth the big money. No, I know I know that, but I'm saying a player like that. Yeah, I'm not saying you have to, but uh, his size. His ability, yeah, I, I like because yeah, he, he could play the one or the three. He could go either yeah. way, and that's why I say someone like the, the Georgia guy. I, I don't think we'll get Davis because Davis is going to probably be a top twenty pick. But his his number two over there, that that Wyatt kid, um, he's he's good or Hyatt or Wyatt. I can't remember which one it is, but he's yeah. a stud. I think he's going to be a sleeper in the second round, late first, early second that someone's going to get. That's going to be a stud for years to come. Yeah. He's he's an animal. I got a I, I got a hot take, Mike. Would you consider taking a wide receiver in the first round? Yes, if it's the right one. <laughs> right. I got it because you know I, I was watching hearing. I don't know who I, was I need a burner. Day, but it's got to be a burner though. Yeah, no. That's what I'm saying. They were bringing up a good point, saying about you know our our wide receiver room, except for Diggs, is kind of coming to an end. Except for well, Gabe Davis too. But we we need a burner. We need like a, another guy that can compliment digs mm-hmm. uh and yeah I, I gotta say and then the other thing is running back like eventually we're gonna have to address that i like singletary you know guys i'm high on singletary but he's not like a number one he he but he's a solid player i hope they keep him but i like him more of as a role player backup player we need to address that eventually but if you if you can get you know, we'll if see. you could go out and get someone like um williamson or uh, uh, Michi from Alabama, those two right. speed burners. Um, I don't think yep. we'll get Olive or Wilson or those type of guys because I think they're going to go high in the draft. Um, or even uh, uh, Drake London out of like USC, he's a burner um, who, who's yep. hurt right now, so he might fall late, someone along those lines. I could see that in the first round but let's be honest we can always you know find receivers out in free agency no we can free agency yeah 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 and i need us i need to start building those interior trenches guards i agree i agree it was just a question it was just a question if the right guy is there yes i would take him if we have a difference maker sitting on the board and he's the best available prospect you don't pass on really good talent for need you just don't do it right right yeah I mean, I mean, to, to be honest with you, if it was my, and we'll see when the draft comes. We did it with DK Metcalf. DK Metcalf was a better prospect, and we drafted Cody Ford. I, I taught. We went for need over prospect. I and I said that was Brandon being one of his biggest mistakes, but but it wasn't just him; it was all of them. I know, I get it, I get it, but 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 if it was my doing, Mikey, and we'll see how the draft plays out. But I'm going cornerback. Um. I think you really gotta. You gotta really. You're gonna that, be disappointed, that, that. and you're gonna. I know be they're not. I know. I know they're not. <laughs> I, I get that. I get that. But but I'm just saying, if it was me, I would go corner or offensive lineman. But I, I'm leaning more mm. towards corner. But we really, like you said, we have to start building in the trenches. Like this draft, I I think they got to go heavy on, on that. They mm-hmm. they really we went do. heavy on tackle on on our our two bookends last last yep. draft, unless yep. there's another elite left tackle or tackle prospect you go interior build that interior offense and defense keep plugging those holes yep you know grab grab a grab um a high uh interior o-lineman grab a mid-round o-lineman um grab the defensive lineman probably in the second i'd go interior d-line in the second 
Um, and then I would look for a mid to late round receiver that could be speed that we can bring along. I would look for right. a mid to late round corner. There's a bunch of corners that are just like raw prospects. Let McDermott get his hands on. Them. Like, don't forget, we still have McLeod on the practice squad. That kid was good no, no. in the preseason. You look really at, good out of Notre no, Dame. You know, no, no, he did, and, but we'll see. And Dane Jackson's probably going to take Wallace's spot next year. He will. I and we we'll probably will. won't spend high money on a replacement corner. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree with that. Yes, Ben, I agree with you. White's not going to be 100% next year because he tore his, you know, mid-year this year. It's going to take some time. I think he'll be back playing next year, but I don't think he's going to be back to his elite level next year. Because it usually takes him about a year or two to come back to be that, you know. Oh, I like this. Scott comes in and says, guard, center, cornerback, defensive tackle, wide receiver. In that order. Give it to me in that order. <laughs> First, second, third, fourth, fifth. In that order. <laughs> I want I want to I want to do that. Not center. I think center you could I think you could pick up a quality. I I, I center think free agency. Uh, I think Morris is coming back next year. Anyways. You may. And, I don't know. We'll and see. I think they're not only that, but I also think they're grooming um Bates to be the to be the next center. He could be. That's why maybe they were chilling with him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all year it's very possible oh i like this one comes in my child says love digs but we would have had jefferson's already a stud jefferson may not have been the stud he is in buffalo you have to remember and you don't he walked know in and yeah, learned, yeah he walked in and learned from adam Thielen. if he would have come and here, you don't know you don't know if you would have drafted him though you don't know how that works they could have drafted yeah. another receiver they thought was good you like the Diggs, draft is funny that way. Diggs is a top five wide receiver. Oh, yeah. 100%, 100%. Jefferson's a top 10 wide receiver. Yep. Josh Josh and Diggs have this relationship that it doesn't matter if we could have had him and he could have been a stud and he could have been cheap. Diggs being in Buffalo changed our offense. Yeah, changed. He's a team captain already. We, we have a yeah. bona fide alpha receiver. Jefferson's yeah. good. And he plays with Kirk Cousins he's and really Adam good. Thielen. He's and very good. He's, he, yeah. He's, yeah, he is. And he was really good coming out of LSU. Right? Is that where he came from, is LSU? Right? Jefferson? Uh, LS, LSU, I believe. I believe. Him and, it was him and Lamar, him and Jamar Chase, right? Those two guys that, that year that uh, they won it. You know, uh-huh. and he's fantastic, you know? Um, but, no, Dig, Diggs is my guy. I'll ride with Diggs all day long. What is Richard saying? You guys in this, what? Let me Richard, get there. Richard Forbes in all capital letters. <laughs> so, it's the only reason I saw it because he went with the capital. It. So it has to be. It's it's scroll, scroll up. Richard something. Give me a second. This thing's right. bouncing around on me. Uh, Richard Forbes. Yep. You guys in this, we need a burner at tailback. Y'all care not. I didn't say yeah. that though. Who said anything about a burner or a tailback? No, we was on burner or wide receiver, and nothing to do with tailback. Uh, I, yeah, I didn't. I, I did not even talk Scott, about. Scott, I, I said I would like a running back, but not I not agree hundred percent. Scott retired Diggs in a Bills uniform as Allen as well. Until Diggs is ready to hang it up, he should be in Buffalo. Yeah, and and, and man, the, the relationship him and Josh have. Who knows when mm-hmm. his contract comes up in the future. Maybe he takes a, a f- friendly deal, man. I mean, that seems like that's like the going thing in Buffalo. Like players come here, they want to stay, which is awesome, guys. Okay, and they take a little less 
to be here. So it's very possible Diggs play, you know, on his next contract, he doesn't, you know, we don't have to pay him super amount of money. And we'll get we'll get to it. Matter of fact, uh, let's, let's, let's uh, slide down. So we went over the defense uh, from a coaching staff. We want to just stay aggressive in the special teams. Just stay special. No more punts. No punt games for the rest of the year. No punts. That's what I want to see. Just hold the ball. Uh, for Richard, it. everybody wants that sexy burner at every position. Best. I just want guys to be great football players. Yeah. They just, you know, we just need to find guys that complement what we have currently. That's all I want. I want us to build the – I want the big uglies in the trenches first. Let's build that up. Give Josh time. Yeah, no no doubt. No doubt. Uh, Mike Trotter comes in and says, you only draft a guard in the first if it's a stud like the guy on Indy. Yeah, I agree. Or um, the guy in uh, the Jets dropped one, the uh, Vera Tucker kid. That kid's a stud. Yeah. That's a yep, guard? I agree. He was a, he was yep, a guard yep. tackle coming out, but they put him at guard. He's a stud. Yeah, you make it work. So let's go. Let's go ahead. Moving on down to production time, Tommy. What's your prediction? Uh, man, I shouldn't say the score because it's snowing and you never know in Buffalo. But because of the defense, I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna have good field position. I'm gonna say thirty-four. To six, 34 six, our best performance on defense uh, for since a uh, while, wow. <laughs> since the Saints game, kind of. So okay. 34 six. Um, then I'm gonna I'm gonna take it, um, 31 Four. to 13. <laughs> 31 13. Scott. Scott loves messing with me with my 40s. I stayed under 40 again. Sean comes in and says 45 to 3. Love it. 34 13. And I have a 31 13. Uh, Scott, 41 to 9. Ooh, I love that one, Scott. 41 to 9. I think he's making fun of me. Uh... Sean comes in and says, Josh, 344, four TDs with one rushing. Okay, I can do that. Um, Father Snowman comes in and says 31 to 10. I like it. I like it, guys. I like it. All right. It's X Factor time, Tommy. <laughs> Off with the defense. Motor Singletary. I think we'll have a 100 yard game. His first of you the season. You go Singletary again for like the third straight week? I'm going with Singletary again. I'm telling, I'm listen, guys. I'm telling you, it's going to be that one, one of those games in Buffalo. I okay. think he has a good game. I think he's going to also be pivotal in the passing game again. We're going to need to throw short passes in that kind of weather so yes motor and offense and on defense i think we're going to be blitzing heavy i'm going to go jerry hughes well, are we going to have a hughes sighting hughes yes a hughes sighting okay so for offense um i'm going to go with the returning gabe davis Woo-wee. Gabriel like Davis. Yeah. There we go. I think he's going to get two touchdowns. Damn, Mikey. Okay. And for defense, I'm going to go a returning AJ Epinesa. Wow. Okay, AJ. I think I think with him coming back off of COVID, him uh, sitting out for a couple weeks now, I think they're going to bring him back, and he's you know not that bad um, O line. I think O-line. he's going to get a sack or two. I think it's okay. going to be AJ 
And uh, so for me, it'll be AJ and Davis. For you, it's Singletary and Hughes. Um, obviously, we need Josh Allen to keep being Josh Allen. Correct. Let Josh be Josh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Keep keep, keep yeah. that motto up. Game ball to Ed Oliver. <laughs> Ed Oliver is questionable. I'm not even sure. He may not play, they're saying. Uh, did he practice today? I, I didn't get the update on that. <laughs> Scott Blake comes and says, Mike's taking the milk carton, boys. <laughs> no, well, if you go back with Davis, he had, he's had three touchdowns in his last couple games. He missed last week because of COVID. That's but, true. Um, he AJ was eating up. He was eating up. Yep. Yeah, he was AJ eating up. has been on a milk carton recently. I think he's going to break <laughs> yeah. through it right now. AJ's been on a milk carton since the Dolphin first Dolphin. No, he's made. He's like made he some played plays. good. Like, uh, he hasn't. He hasn't been a super stud. <laughs> but none of our DNs have been super studs. Like I, I honestly, I know, but I expected AJ so to take much that more out of AJ this year because yeah. he was getting so much praise, Mikey, in, in mm-hmm. training camp. Remember, everybody was yeah. like, everybody was saying AJ looks like a like a beast, and that he was, he was running like, over everybody. Yeah, yeah, and the Dolphin game, I'm like, oh, here, here we go, here we go, and then after uh-huh. that, it was kind of like he got in McDermott's doghouse for a little bit. He wasn't playing, yeah. like, so I don't know what, what's going on there. Do you remember, remember, he was like jumping over fools, like in movies, and smacking people up, yeah. like the yeah. first few weeks of the year. He was, he, that's he, what I mean. He, came out of a, he was laying, and all of a sudden, yeah, that was a wrap. Right. I don't know what happened. Oh, spin! If Josh throws for five and six touchdowns in that weather, and in, in that weather, give him the MVP. We're right? gonna beat him. We're gonna drop a fifty burger. If Josh is throwing six TDs, we're dropping a fifty burger. Oh yeah, easy, easy. Oh, I like this one. Mike comes in and says Cole Beasley and Jerry Hughes as his. Hey, Jerry, I hey, like Mike. It. Mike. Mike's a I smart like man. It. I like it. Um, spin comes in and says. Let's make a push for Josh to get MVP so he can get the first MVP that didn't make the Pro Bowl. <laughs> um, he's, on my know what? he's on my list. He's on my list, Mikey. I mean, I don't Alan, think he'll Alan get is it. on my is MVP big... list. I don't either because yeah. Aaron Rodgers has like 33 touchdowns and like two interceptions or something like that. Just yeah, so I'm saying I don't, I don't, they're not going to get, yeah, but I look at the overall, like what, what you do for your team. And my mm-hmm. God, do you realize? Josh Allen's on pace to have over 700 rushing yards and 4,500 passing yards. I mean, like, yeah. with 40 touchdowns. He's going to have like, over 5,000 total yards with, like, anywhere mean. from anywhere from like 43 to probably 47 touchdowns, depending on yes. how it ends. It's crazy, man. It, and, like, it really he, and he had a couple bad, bad games. <laughs> right, That's right. the crazy part. What about special teams prediction? How about Marquez Stevenson returns a kick? Oh, that would be yards beautiful. For, that'd be great. Seeing a Stevenson yes. kick return, that'd be awesome. That would be. I hope Allen throws for 1,000 yards and 10 TDs in his next two games. After <laughs> <Mad in laughs> <the> disrespect. <laughs> I'm with you, brother. Uh, let's, let's, have, let's have a Madden-type uh, showing for Josh Allen. Like, last week, that's what, how he played. He played Madden glitch with the glitch game on. No, like, he they, did. Like, he did. He just... He was impressive, man. AFC mm-hmm. East champs. Yep, let's handle our business the last two weeks. Come, we're coming. Yeah, we're trying to we're trying to keep our belts, man. Ooh, I love this take. Um, where to go? Spin comes in. Josh is three hundred thirty-seven yards away from five K all-purpose yards. I told you that. I just gave you yeah. the stats. I well, 
I, I didn't realize this was only 337. <laughs> you said you gave me like what is each one said there, he has I over four. Oh, I didn't do okay. the math. So he, I didn't do the math. All right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, he's right there. 337 yards away from 5K all purpose yards. That's crazy. I, I That's what I'm trying to tell you. you. Know? Like, if we're talking MVP, I know they're not going to give it to him, but overall, if you're going to say what a player did for his team, mm-hmm. I think Josh Allen does the most for this all like for this team. He he, he is has like he... 88% of the offensive yards. He counts <laughs> right. for 88% of our production or something yes. along those lines. It's but, unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> it's unbelievable. You know, it is what it is. All right. So we, we had about an hour and 30 minutes, Tommy. Damn. So let's go ahead and uh, start wrapping this up. It is New Year's. <laughs> Happy New Year's it to is. everybody out there in the Happy chat. New we Year's, appreciate guys. you yep. riding with us. Tommy, tell the guys where they can find you. Uh, Mafia Sports Report with my sunglasses. <laughs> For the guy that mentioned it earlier. Uh, I'll be on tomorrow, which is going to be a very good show, guys. Tomorrow at 730 on my channel, Mafia Sports Report, it'll be the AFC East Shakedown. Mikey's going to come on. I'm going to have Captain D from uh, Miami Dolphins talk. And then I'm also going to have Juan from Sports Dynasty Podcast, who you know represents the Patriots. He was here here last week. And to his credit, he had the Bills beating the Patriots. Uh, so it'll still be a very interesting talk with him tomorrow. And then I am on post game right after about 20 minutes after the game ends. And that's it, guys. Okay. And you can find me uh, on Twitter at Apex006. And then also tomorrow, I believe I'll be filling in for um, Paul on the post game. So I think it will be myself or and Sunday, Mario. Yeah, tomorrow, Sunday. Tomorrow, Saturday. Oh, yeah. Sunday. For some reason, I'm thinking today's Saturday. Maybe it's because I've been off for a week and a half. Maybe. Just, my days are getting mixed up. But yeah, I'll be I'll be doing the post game with Mario after the Bills. I'll wipe the floor with the with the Falcons. So um thanks everyone. And here's Go a word for our sponsor. Hello, fellow Bills fans, Sean Rogers, Realtor and lead of the Mr. Rogers Homes team. Did you know that real estate is one of the best ways to build wealth? And right now is one of the best times to own an investment property in Arizona. Please reach out to me. I'd be more than happy to answer any of your questions so we can take the next step to your financial freedom here in the Valley of the Sun, utilizing real estate. As always, God bless America and go Buffalo!